Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 77 I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble I seek the Lord. In the night my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Selah. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I say, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit makes a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at the end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Selah. Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty needs. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. With your arm redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. When the waters saw you, O God, when the waters saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled. The clouds poured out water, the skies gave forth thunder, your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters. Yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Job chapter 5 verses 8 to 27 As for me, I would seek God and to God would I commit my cause. Who does great things and unsearchable marvels without number? Who gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields? He sets on high those who are lowly, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He frustrates the devices of the crafty so that their hands achieve no success. He catches the wise in their own craftiness, and the schemes of the wily are brought to a quick end. They meet with darkness in the daytime and grope at noonday as in the night. But he saves the needy from the sword of their mouth and from the hand of the mighty, for the poor have hope and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves, therefore despite not the discipline of the Almighty, For he wounds, but he binds up. He shatters, but his hands heal. He will deliver you from six troubles. In seven, no evil shall touch you. In famine, he will redeem you from the death and in war from the power of the world. You shall be hidden 
from the lash of the tongue, and shall not fear destruction when it comes. At destruction and famine you shall laugh, and shall not fear the beasts of the earth, for you shall be in league with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. You shall know that your tent is at peace, and you shall inspect your fold and miss nothing. You shall know also that your offspring shall be many, and your descendants as the grass of the earth. You shall come to your grave in ripe old age, like a sheaf gathered up in its season. Behold, this is what we have searched out, it is true. Hear and know, for you are good. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 to 18 Finally, all of you, have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. You may do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless, for this is you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for the reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good if it should be God's will than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered, once for our sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Good morning. This is Tim Tribble broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 77, Job chapter 5, verses 8 to 27, and 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 to 18a. So we're revisiting Psalm 77 again. And I'd like to point out in verses 11 and 12, I think this is somewhere we, uh, as humans, kind of take a side rail, as we forget the good things. We forget sometimes when things don't go our way or we get what we want or, or things seem bad. That uh, it says, uh, verse 11, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your deeds of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Sometimes um, we need to kind of break that mental cycle of, uh, you know, woe is me. And think about all the things, the good things that have happened, you know, the power of positive thinking, if you will. But in this case, we're applying, these are things that God has done for us, where God has uh, guided us, protected us, helped us out. And it's really, really important to remember that because uh, just because things aren't going the way we think they should or 
the timelines or whatever that we we as human beings are imposing on things God does things in his way in his time and sometimes we need to uh, I know for myself yeah. I'm not a patient person so it's a real struggle to remember that God's doing things the way God wants them done and, and what is best for us and our reading today from Job, and it's uh, you know 19 verses is a long one. Um, again, we're going back to what was Job, and you know there's this whole story, and Job suffered all these things, lost everything, He's a very well off fellow, family, money, all that type of stuff, lost everything to the point that the dogs were licking the boils on his body, and it's. Um, Important that we remember not to assign our human traits. There, there's, I, I grew up and, and the, the narrative of Job was always about um, God testing Job's faith. And God allowed Satan to screw with Job and do all this because Job would blaspheme God and the devil would have won and, and all this stuff. And there's a different view on this, and a different theology has come out. And that is the fact that sometimes um, bad things happen to good people. And this is a real important thing to remember. Um, there's a, uh, a whole line that goes along, you know, um, we have this thing of uh, things happen, right? And we don't always have an explanation. Life is this thing. Um, that's the way life is. Um, and it, it's difficult. It really is. Um, there's a very popular book that I highly recommend. It was written by Rabbi Harold S. Kushner. When Bad Things Happen to Good People. And this is a why did God allow this to happen? Why, why did God do this to me? We always we always have that one too. And it's something that in the reading with Job, look at things in a different light, and um, just look at um, things. Understand that bad things happen to good people. We can do everything right. We can do everything the way it's supposed to be, and we will still have a less than optimal outcome. That's life. And that is the way that it is. And sometimes um, suffering, uh, one of the things that, uh, we talk about when, uh, when I'm talking with veterans and first responders um, about mental health issues and feeling the stress and things, it's a whole different vibe when you're talking to someone who's worked on the streets, who's been to basic training, who's been on the front line, who stood in the breach, then having someone who's never done anything preach to you. Um, my, my, my two catchphrases everybody gets me, as uh, tells me I have it, is uh, I get it and I got you. Um, and that's a, a very powerful thing to be able to do and to help someone so to think about when we're talking about Job and 
and or just in our own lives when when you know um, I did I did this this and this and I didn't this didn't happen. It should have happened. Why didn't? It, what did I do wrong? You know, we get in this whole cycle of blaming and and it leads to anger and it, it, with ourselves at others. Um, it's real tough. So you know, just step back. Suffering allows us to be able to relate to a situation, to work through and live through a situation that we can turn around when we're on the other side, or even if we're not all the way on the other side, but we can turn around and extend that hand and be the one who reaches out to someone else who's doing going through something somewhere and say, hey, I get it. I got you. Um, our reading in First Peter today, very, very similar line. So this is titled Suffering for Righteousness Sake. This is another tough one. How many times have we not stood up and said this is wrong? How many times have we let something slide by because we were concerned about the repercussions? And I have. And it is. It's very, very difficult to stand up for what is right. To do what Jesus said, asked us to do, and love our neighbors as ourselves. And we turn here. Christ died on the cross. He was beaten to a bloody pulp. He was spit on. He was defamed, defiled. And they did horrible things to him before they hung him on the cross. Not to mention all the games and stupid crap that they did during his ministry, trying to trip him up and play all these, you know, games with him as we talked about the other day. You know, why does he hang out with the bat with all these lowly people? Because that's what we're supposed to be. That's what we're supposed to do. We look out for those who can't look out for themselves. We minister and we reach out to those who cannot help themselves. Christ suffered once for our sins for the righteous, for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Sometimes we have to endure things because it is the right thing to do. Um, I was raised, my, uh, my father especially was not big in saying thank you to me. Because I was expected to do that. You're doing what you're expected to do. You do what you do what needs to be done. You do what's expected of you. You do what is right because that is the right thing to do, not because you are looking for praise or whatever. Well, it, it also falls into this. We do that 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 statement of do what's right because it's right. And you know, if we suffer for it, uh, if something bad happens, that's the way it is. Um, I had a friend who lost a job, very prominent, because he did not do what a uh, political appointee told him to do, because it wasn't right. And he took that stand, yeah, he lost his job, they ran him out, um, he wound up in a better place, and had a, 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 in my opinion, I'm sure he would agree too, a much better um working environment the last 10-15 you know, years of his career uh, than he had if he'd stayed where he was at even though he you know lost his job and had you know went through all this 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 stress 
because of this political point he wanted to get at him. So think about that. Doing what is right because it is right, and sometimes we will suffer for it, but it is all done to the glory of God. Amen. Prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PPUHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. Amen.